Hello and welcome to Where Am I To Go? Today we are at a really interesting museum. I had no clue that this place was uh, even here. We are in Pocatello, Idaho at the Museum of Clean. And what could they have at a Museum of Clean? Well, I can tell you, I showed up here a little bit early uh, and walked around here. This place is absolutely amazing. The amount of stuff that's in here is absolutely amazing. And today we're with the uh, uh, owner of this museum, Don Aslett, and he's gonna walk us on through, talk to us about some different things. And I hope you guys all enjoy. This is just a phenomenal place. It's here in Pocatello, Idaho. And Don, tell us a little bit about Pocatello, if you would. Well, Pocatello is an old railroad town from about 100 years back, and it's where I went to college. That's why I'm in Pocatello. Idaho State University is here. And that's where I started my cleaning business in 1958. I've been 50, 64 years in the cleaning business. That's why I started the museum. So I've been cleaning toilets for a long time, Lauren. Well, that sounds like you've been cleaning toilets for a long time. When people come, the first thing, first of all, cleaning is a hard sell. We punish our kids with it. You know, your little snot behavior, clean your room. You kids better behave, you have to clean. So we clean is a hard sell. People come here and they expect a bunch of mops and brooms. And it's just a whole city block. We're selling the value of clean, not how to clean, but be clean. You know, clean arteries, clean language, clean manuscript, clean glasses. So that's what the museum is. And, and Lauren, I think it's interesting here. There's a lot of sense of humor in this place. Oh, this the little bit I've been walking around, there's a lot of humor in this I, place. I, made, I, made, I did 5,000 TV things like this, but I made cleaning fun. I made it humorous. Janice cleaning is a punishable thing. So. So the whole museum, it's big, it's about 70,000 square foot of stuff here. The old building that was built here years ago, a six-story building, we remodeled and done it really, really well. We have also, we're going to have roof sheep on top of this. Went over here, we're going to have a, going to be an environmental building. We're going to hope, hope to be a, you know, gold, silver, or platinum. That's what it's going to be. We have, we have, but Lauren, we have unique things, like around the back of you. See that form of that little kid? I built, I built a thing out of thing. There's a giant vacuum the kids get inside of, stand and we push a button, sucks the little buggers out against the wall, <laughs> so, so, sucks the little baby braces off and everything and everything. So we got this big globe. And thing, I, when I estimated this, I thought I was going to build this big globe for thirty or $40,000. $140,000 later, I got it finished. But it's kind of wow. it's a, big, it's a big world with kids playing. But everything in this museum is related to clean. That's the hardest thing with the museum. People bring you guns and they bring you tires and they bring other things, but this is everything in here. The only thing that's not clean in this museum is an iron, the iron, iron clothes with. I allowed that in, but everything else goes. People bring me things and I said, nope, don't want it. So there's, there's a mile of displays, Lauren, in here. There's over 10,000 pieces in here. There, as we go through, I'll just bring up. Now, when he's talking about this kid area, we've got a, a ball in here that's what, probably 20 foot in circumference? It's got stairs going up it, it's got playthings in it, it's got all kinds of stuff. And it's, it's all wire meshed and really a cool looking, fun looking area. The kids, kids love to be in this, they go in here. It's a, big, it's a big area. It's not Tiffany's, it's more of a Cracker Barrel, Lauren. We're, 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 we're kind of farming it, but it's good, but it's a museum. I've not fixed stuff up. Now, as I show you as we go along the main thing, you'll notice we've got a raccoon there doing, there's a raccoon there doing cleaning. Tell everybody's my skunk, but it's a raccoon. So you, you'll see all sorts of things, but you'll see old things. 
Most all of us, some back in the 1820s and 1830s and 1840s. And what he's talking about is we've got a terra- or terranium here that's got a uh, raccoon that's been stuffed, and he's holding a mop, doing some cleaning <laughs> of, his, of his little area there. But this display right here has got an old vacuum that's hand lever, hand uh, bellow operated. He's got all kinds of little cleaning products, uh, lye and Acme lime, and and just all kinds of just all kinds of stuff. Water bottle. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of an old store sample. Also, right. And also, those wet floor sign. You know, it's eight foot big. It's a Texas. We got a whole bunch of Texas stuff in there. Kids love it. <laughs> Everything's oversized. This. You wouldn't miss that wet floor sign, would you? It is. Also, do we, we have people from we have people from all over the world coming here. So I've got signs up here that are big rotating discs. But the thing I see that's intriguing is you've got an old ringer washer that you have cut one side out of and made a chair out of. Yes, yes. It still has the ringer off to the side. And I notice this pump vacuum, Lauren. There's a pump vacuum here. Sixty years in the clean business, I had never seen one of these pre-electric vacuums. I got to Logan, Utah, and I paid like $200 for it. And I said, you know, I'm going to find some more of these. I found out there was a guy who had a collection in Boston of pre-electric vacuums. Wrote a check for $300,000 and got 250 of these vacuums. So then I had the biggest collection in the world. And then I, once you get that, everything's your demand, so then they send you things. So I got another 200. So we have 400 of these pre-electric vacuums. Most, most collectors have two or three. And when he's talking about pre-electric vacuums, what we've got is a vacuum that's probably four foot long. It's got a tube on it and a handle that you can hold on to with one hand, and the other one you raise up and down in order to create the suction. And then, uh, you know, we've got bellows-type vacuum cleaners. None of these have a cord on them. They're all just uh, hand-operated. I, oh, now here's one that's foot-operated. The bellows are foot-operated. Now, how did, in the world did you make that go forward? You didn't. You'd clean it in one place, and a hose came out from this, and you took the hose out and, and held the hose 20 foot away from it. So this was, it's like a giant skateboard back and forth. You go back and forth. That's where you get your suction. Yeah. You, you can hear it. Wow. Yeah, and, and when I was looking around here earlier, you've got so many that are operated off of like a bellows system yes. or, or a pump system where you pull and it, and it creates the suction. Yeah, and those bellows, and Lauren, those bellows, I tell people we found out some of those things we found were made of bellows were made of pig gut, some of those bellows were. Oh, really? Yeah, and you know how we found that out? We no. St- when we started to move the vacuum, it went oink, 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 oink. <laughs> okay. And you notice, notice on the wall a Johnny Carson clock, I did probably 5,000 seminars and TV shows. Oprah, I did all those shows. But Don, Johnny Carson died before I got on his but I made that clock for him. So, you know, it's like hanging on the wall. So, I, I, some of the stuff you see, you know where it comes from, but it came from TV shows that I did. Okay. And you've got so much artwork. This is, we're, we're going to talk about this artwork as we go through this because uh, we've got the old double sink uh, wash tubs that you've got the front cut out of that are made into chairs. You've got garbage cans that were cut out that are made into chairs. You've got an old clawfoot bathtub that's made into a love seat. You notice also how light it is in this museum. I spent millions of dollars on this, Lauren, but I put windows so you can see beautiful big windows all through this whole city block so you can see it isn't. Most museums are dark. Right. But this is not dark, man. This thing is a light place. It yeah, is, and, and, and it's such a nice-looking building, too. It's a beautiful building. It's a whole city block. There's a big giant truck here that was a New York milk, big New York milk truck was brought to Los Angeles. The guy fixed it up, made it into a cleaning truck. Put $40,000 into this truck, and it's a beautiful big truck. 
And, and then he, uh, National Lab, and then he donated it to me. He said, do you want this? It's in my garage. Do I want it? But, man, I couldn't fell over backwards to get it. And what we're looking at is what, a 1940? 1950, 50-year-old Divco truck. A 1950 Divco truck. It looks like the old milk truck. It's painted kind of a dark brown maroon color. Really a pretty truck. And it says National Brand Sanitary Supplies on it. It's a beautiful truck. The guy did a lot of really nice work. The insides, all uh, stained plywood that's a light color. And he's got vacuum cleaners and mop buckets and, and floor scrubbers and all kinds of things in here. <coughs> and Lauren, and, Lauren, thank you for seeing it and noticing that. That is a real work of art. A lot of people see how big and impressive it is. They don't look at it in detail like you have. I'm really impressed with what you could see, but it's a beautiful, beautiful job. And all the stuff, all the stuff that's been handpicked is put in there very careful. Everything looks like it's just casual, but it hadn't. It's taken year, you know, years. Really oh, yeah. Careful. Yeah, and, and and the things that you've got in there on display are, are impressive too. You can see some of you can see some more of these vacuums that have the bellows. They have hand hand cranks and hand pumps and foot pumps and everything else to make them go. And some of these vacuum cleaners, that, the, the one that we're looking at in particular, is made with out of wood. It's got a set of bellows in the center and a and a hand crank on the side that works the bellows back and forth off of a cam. And it's got some little metal wheels. This thing probably weighs, what, 50, 60 pounds? Yes. The old housewife had a chore moving that around. Or the house man, yeah. The, or the yeah. house man. <laughs> Honey, can you come move the vacuum cleaner again? Again, on the wall, you'll see buffer breath pads made into clocks. One year we made clocks. Oh, yeah. One, one year, every year, one year we made beds. One year we made mailboxes. One year out of clean. We made out of cleaning things. When our year convention, we had these displays. We had race cars and everything made out of cleaning things. Interesting. Well, and then you've got some toilet clocks, too. Yeah, they're, they're all, the toilet pads are all, made all different things. Yeah. This is, this is really, really a neat museum. Like well, I said, the, I the amount of stuff you have in here is just phenomenal. And, the, and I'm only on the first floor. The variance of it, Lauren, is what I said. You wouldn't expect it for anything. You think it had to be moths and brooms, but they're not here. But notice this. This big thing, I ask people what this is, they can't tell. And it's say, a honey extractor. I, I may, I'll give a hint to you. I would be very impressed if you knew what this was. You'd be very smart, and people can't guess, but I, just, I tell them. Put the, put the honey combs down in here and spin it, and the honey comes out. So you clean the honey out of the comb. So everything in here, I go back, is cleaning related. Right. Odd, odd and what thing. we're looking at is like a 55-gallon drum that's got uh, okay. two hive holders, or, or uh, yeah, the, the hive holders that they take out of the beehive. And you can put them in there, and then it's got a centrifugal uh, hand crank that spins that, and the honey extracts through centrifugal force. Boy, that's well described. I think I need you standing here giving it a tour. <laughs> I've used one. Believe it or not, Don, I have used one. And the thing that was, was interesting about it is when you got all through, you were covered with honey. So you'd walk around licking your arms, and, <laughs> you know, I mean, you just couldn't get enough honey, but it was all over you. Well said. And so I brought this, and we had it two years, didn't know what it was, but it was a watch cleaner. This is a complicated thing. It looked like a big mix master on your counter. But a watchmaker came in, so he put the watch parts in it, spun them, and cleaned them like a... You describe things really well, Lauren. What would you describe? Well, you've got, you've got a, a base that's made out of, it looks like cast aluminum, and you've got five jars sitting in it with a little spinner with a screen on it and a motor up on top, kind of like a... a Dremel tool that you would use yes. that, that uh, in your shop, you know, not the not the little handheld ones, but the bigger ones, 
And what did they do? Did they push it down into the different cleaning solutions yes. in those jars? It's about eighteen nineteen, about nineteen nineteen. So that motor is a nineteen years. That motor is a hundred year old. But it's an electric motor. Electric motor. I didn't know they had electric kitchen motors at that time, but they did. Yeah, and then you would dip it down into the solution and bring it back up and spin it out again uh, using centrifugal. The little thing I got in my hands a, a hoof cleaner for elephant elephant hoof cleaner in a zoo. So we have odd cleaning things, elephant. Now that looks a lot like a horse hoof. Yeah, for but, horses too. But so. they use them. But that was for an elephant. So I these, didn't know that they trimmed elephants' hooves. I, I thought didn't. they had toenails. <laughs> I don't know that it. So yeah, some things displayed just little, lots of little things like record cleaners. Now this thing here looks look looks wicked. I don't know what it's for. Duster. That's a duster. That's a duster. Okay, it's a handle that has leather straps about. 15 leather straps like beat that come on down, and it looks like something that they'd use in the olden days to beat the heck out of people. That's exactly what it looks like. And then, and then there's some chain mail here, yeah, too. That's some. a short girl for a kitchen, 1880, how you did your frying pans and your cleaning stuff. We, we have one of those modern times. Uh, yeah. I can't remember. I got it offline someplace, but it's a <laughs> chain mail. We always use uh, cast iron, and so well, it's a cast iron chain mail you're, right, you're one of the first people to had one of these. I thought they were the oldest world. And you're, you're an old guy, Lauren. I well, no, were, these are modern. You look they, like they make them. Well, yeah, I'm not nearly as old as you. You look 50, but well, we'll go 59. You, you, you'll see also here something really. Every museum has a dinosaur, and here's a, a 15-foot dinosaur, all made out of cleaning gear, out of a vacuum cleaner. Really, really. Yeah, we've got really a, we've got one of the little pull behind vacuum cleaners that he used for the head, and then you've got the vacuum tubes coming on down and. Then all the little, uh, it looks kind of like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's, well, the, yeah, that's the little part that you pull off in the front where the brush goes, he's got some of those for some of the spine pieces, and then all the little attachments coming down the back. It really works. People really like it. Yeah. It's, this, a lot of the artwork here is really, really interesting. We, and have, we, have, people, we have people guess what all these things are. What this is this we're we're looking at another wood box. It's about three foot high and has four sets of bellows on it, and little wheels on the back and a hand crank on top. And the bellows go back and forth with the suck, to, and then the hose comes out of the bottom. Okay, and it's got a big turn crank on top that when you turn the cam turns these bellows and keeps them sucking continuously. Good, good description. You're, you're describing. I've been here all night. I can't describe things that well. Well, I've got to do it, otherwise they won't know what the heck I'm looking at. If I just say, boy, that's a neat piece, nobody will listen to my podcast. Yeah, that's pretty hard. <laughs> I'm having a hard time getting people to listen to my podcast anyway. This, this display case has several things in it, but in the middle of last year, a softball team from Washington, D.C., all little grandmas, softball team of grandmas came, a famous team, and they loved the museums. So when they got back, they sent me this whole little set of stuff about the softball team. But Lauren, there's a little brush they sent me in there. What's that little brush used for? This, this one right here? Yes. It looks like a shoe shine brush of some the, sorts or another. This is a ball game. You use it at the park. See, oh, I, the umpire must have pulled it out and brushed off the ball. Exactly what it is. There you go. People guess that. People give me statues. You see, we have a surprise. We've got a beautiful, beautiful art room. Some of the art in that's 2,000 years old. Art cleans your mind like soap cleans your clothes. Now, you think about it. We're talking the whole dimension of clean, not how to right. clean, but the dimension of clean. That's what makes us really unique in the world. This, 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 real quick to the art room. The art room is a good thing. It's got beautiful lighting in. I, I got it a, does have very nice got light. A, You've got I, some, some uh, those, magazine advertisements. Those, those are put in. Generally, we have bring artwork every month. A different artist in the county or the country brings their art and displays it in here. 
Every month, this this whole room changes just, out. Just no, just the center. Though. Just the center part. Okay. Do you notice we opened King Tut's tomb and look how we found the little baby janitor in King Tut's tomb? Before the janitor was a mop, and we got a mummy here. He's got a mummy made out of uh, mop mop strings. It's all there holding the mop. We got a Van Gogh clock, a Starry Night clock, Van Gogh. Got a, scrub, a scrubbing pad made in, but all the stuff's made into artwork. It's beautiful artwork. And now, who makes all this? Do you make it? No, a different artist in the world make it, and, and, it's and then send it to you. My brother did this dancing with mops. A beautiful statue of a guy dancing with mops made out of the stuff that you put in, in cars. And, and he's yeah. got his headphones on, and and uh, probably listening to some good music. Now, some I bought. I bought this lady with a bucket of bronze, beautiful bronze. It's eight thousand dollars, but you'll see the. The statue, it's on an old wagon wheel and everything, but my, my farm, my ranch is on the Oregon Trail. Where okay. I, I found this in the, in, my, in the back of my place. Ben. Really? So, so this could be a hundred some years old. It's a beautiful base on it. And what he's got is some, some wagon wheels that are missing some of the outside, some of the spokes. Uh, very old looking, but they are the old wheel hubs off of a wagon. And he's got three of them here and then mounted on top is this bronze with a lady carrying a bucket. That, 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 that I bought, it cost me a lot of money. And people, oh, these other art pieces, one lady took to do this Rembrandt to grow with a bucket, beautiful pictures. Big, big four by four, the things are three by three and three by fours. And she took five years to do this, so it's really beautiful. But yes. You see all of these, we have, we have Sturgill here, this is a squeegee for a Sturgill, and it's 2,500 year old, it's case. It's where the Roman men scraped the sweat off their Bodies. That's what a Sturgill is. That's what it is. And then okay, that was a word I was not familiar with. And that's where the word squeegee came from. Oh. They sold, they sold the sweat to the rich Roman women some way. I don't know how it did. But and why just, would a rich Roman woman want man sweat? I don't know. Must have a Dziak something. I don't know. But I didn't ask questions. I, it was 2,500 years old. The rich lady that owns a dad owns an oil company. Picked this stuff up in Europe and across the world when she traveled. She, she donated this stuff to the museums. That's where a lot of this came from. Got some great art in this. I place. could be rich. Here's what I'm going to stump you on, Lauren. I try to stump people. On, but who's that little girl up there with a clean, box of Kleenex under her arm? Maybe Linda can. I bet Linda can find tell you who that is. Who do, who do you think that little girl up there? Pick. She's very famous. Little. I have no idea. That's little Lulu. Lulu, yes. Little okay. Lulu. Lulu, yeah. So, so, so we got that. So that's, those are, see, they're old. We try to get stuff that people can't get. Now, is this a popcorn popper with a ringer on the side of no, it, or that's what a is wash that? machine. Oh, okay. It's, it's a little girl, little baby wash machine. Oh, a toy. Kids, by the way, Lauren, kids' toys are really rare. They're hard to get, and I got a few kids' toys. But kids', kids toys, if anybody's got kids' toys, we need them. They're really rare. Okay, you guys, you guys heard that. If you have any of the old kids' toys, cleaning related. He is looking for those. When we take people on a tour, we tell them certain things like that little because Maud Humphreys did that picture up there. It's a pretty famous bathroom picture of a girl with a tub. But that's Humphrey Bogart in a dress. Maud Humphreys, a famous artist, she used Humphrey Bogart to dress up and to pose for him. So we, <laughs> so that's, uh, and it's just a, it look, it's a girl that looks like she's about 10 years old with an ivory soap sitting on the stool and a, and a round pen, and she's got her dolls and dresses and everything inside the tub. And hanging up the little doll clothes. You're really good, Lauren. That is exactly right. It is. This was 2,000 years old. This, I guess you call it a vessel. 
the, the, there's a famous Dewey painting of the Savior washing his apostles' feet, big, big painting, and underneath we have, we actually have a thing that exactly matches. It's 2,000 years old, this thing is 2,000 years old. It says a Roman terracotta juglet, Jericho, 50 B.C. through 50 A.D. Wow. That could have washed Jesus' feet. Exactly right what we said. So, so this, I, had this wow. safe, I had this in a safe deposit box for a long time. So heck with it. I'm going to display it. So I put it in glass and put it in the museum. Wow, that's, that's just that's unbelievable. Well, we're looking at a vase. It's, it's kind of a water vase. It's probably 8, 10 inches tall. has a handle on the top that comes on down. It doesn't have any painting on it. Maybe the paint wore off or the glaze wore off. But it's just a terracotta look. And it's docu- document is documented to be old. Uh, how, yeah, how, how reasonable that is, I don't know. But we paid it was two thousand dollars for it. The lady wow. donated, donated. There's some really weird. There's pa- people paint on silk. There's a farmer one who shows a bunch of shovels made in little kids clean cleaning the barnyard. But you see, we're, we're showing clean, we're cleaning everything. We're cleaning the barnyard. O- odd thing you would find in our room, like for example, here was a little. They bound the feet of the little Chinese ladies. And look at those little three-inch shoes of Chinese ladies they bound. Oh, man. I got the tools that cleans the little bound feet. See, we have this clean stuff there. So it's really unique. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? And that, that was a common thing in, in China. China, was to bind the feet and make it to where they had super small feet. I've never seen these these little tiny shoes. I mean, they're they're baby shoes at four, best. Four, four inches long at the best. And then these tools they had to use to clean out all the, the because of feet would grow goofy and stuff or they're little metal tools kind of some scoops and some little points and uh, some of that kind of stuff we're in a big art room probably 30 by 25 or 25 so all these old japanese poachers so the person that donated that said they were japanese woodcuts they said they're fifteen thousand dollars each i didn't know but you notice how nice the frame we had a guy a professional framer there's a roman toothpick 1500 year old toothpick brass toothpick cleaned the teeth the odd thing, all these things that clean things is what it is. It's never, this place never ends. You're seeing just a tenth of it right now of what it ends. Right. All these and, this, and this is a bronze toothpick. It says 1,600 years old, found in Hebron, the Holy Land. Wow. Wow. One of the last things in here, the Bushman did this big, big portrait about four foot by three. You're getting me to describe things. Four foot by three foot. <laughs> shows if it's big. Bushman did this. Kid, little kid's sick. Shows, shows the graphics of the kid being sick all the way up to kid getting well and getting well and everything else. They and this is just a, it's, it's kind of a design picture. And I, I guess if like you it. didn't know that that's what that was about, you, yeah. you just think it was a real cool design. But, but inside of this room, we've got uh, all kinds of pictures on the wall too. I mean, we've kind of hit on some of the, some of the classic things that you've got, but you've got a lot of really nice art picture work. Uh, you know, you when you come to a museum of clean, you wouldn't expect to see a nice art gallery, but you can spend an hour or two in there if you were to read everything. But. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then this display that we're coming to now, now this one here is really cool. It's called the Orchestra of Clean. <laughs> so we got all these, we got all these characters playing different things, playing the can, playing the tubs, playing the horns, playing the squeegee. They're all playing some cleaning instrument. My favorite one is Clem Cadiddlehopper. You're too young to know who Clem Cadiddlehopper is. I don't know who Clem Cadiddlehopper is. My mom used to say that all the time. Red Skeleton, he was a... Okay, Okay, I remember Red Skeleton. But here we've got... uh, He's got it closed in with with ropes like museums do. And he's got uh, French horn and uh, trumpet and and different uh, cases that are holding the rope up. But back behind us, we have all kinds of artwork... Uh, 
uh, that's just, uh, how would you describe it? It, it, it? You've got different ty- art type people that are playing different things like uh, uh, cymbals, we've got garbage can lids, we've got gongs made out of uh, old wash, uh, the ringer washer lids, we've got keyboards on, on ironing boards, uh, washboard with some sort of a monster playing it. It's, it's got kind of a monsterish type head and just aliens. What were the aliens playing? The aliens are playing a saxophone and a flute made out of vacuum cleaner attachments. That kind of, and, that kind of, that kind of sums up. The big one here, this is a, this is a showpiece of the whole thing. It's a, about 12, 15 foot high. It's a great big and it's weighs 3,000 pounds. It's a big, it's like a big covered wagon. It's the world's first vacuum, 19-2. Pulled by a horse. They pulled it down the streets of London. Pulled it down the street, started the big thing. It had a big crank on it. You cranked a big engine up. Took and motor. is this an old hit and miss motor? Yes, there's a motor. 19. Okay. The thing made a lot of noise, but 19-2. But then they ran this hose up outside, up into the room outside the street. Up to, just kind of like the trucks today, they back up to your place and clean them. Okay. This is, this is a 19-2. But can you imagine... Or how old this thing was, how loud this thing would be. Oh yeah, and so so he'd just go around all the houses, and the housewife would take the vacuum cleaner hose up and and yes. vacuum the house, and then he'd move down to the next one. This is a horse-drawn vacuum cleaner. This thing's big, and it's got the old hit and miss motor in the back, uh, which is just a, a small motor. Well, it's not really small, but then it's got a vacuum pump that goes into a vacuum container. And then the hose comes out of that so that it would hold enough vacuum to be able to suck. This thing, I remember this thing is big as a f- small delivery van. It's big. Yeah, it's big, big and it's horse-drawn. It shows it being drawn by one horse, but I almost wonder if a team wouldn't, uh, wouldn't have maybe pulled it. There is a picture of, of it being pulled with a team because there's a lot of weight here. There is. really interesting. Interesting that this one little tiny vacuum I've got sitting here to give as much suction as this great big one did. So. World. Made it smaller and more powerful, but, but yeah. And then here's another work of art that uh, looks like a tricycle with with uh, vacuum attachments and stuff on it. We tell everybody that's our that's our pre-electric vacuum, pre-electric in 1830 before electricity street street vacuum. Vac. Yeah, that's what we tell people. But I don't think it is. This is really interesting here. These sweepers. Everybody knows. Everybody knows what the Bissell sweepers are. Mr. Bissell invented these sweepers in 1870, and he died. That picture looks like he died on the on the bed. He died, and Mrs. Bissell took over the factory in 1870. Mrs. Bissell became the first CEO of a woman CEO of that of that time. She was a woman over Bissell. She was a Bissell. So we we make that claim: the first woman CEO was a Bissell thing. But these are a lot of these push vacuums, like what you see. Sweepers, uh, people, sweepers, yeah, sweepers, sweepers, like what you see in the in the restaurant when you're eating, and it doesn't make any noise, but it runs around and sweeps up stuff. But look at this one; it's a hundred years old. I got a kid sweeper, and then I got a smaller one, an apartment sweeper, then a smaller one, a house sweeper, and a hotel sweeper, and a Texas sweeper. The Texas sweeper is huge. That thing's got to be two foot wide and and uh, foot and a half deep. Yeah, foot and a half deep, and it's got the little rollers on it to run the little uh, sweepers to sweep things up. And they're all in one display. Yes. Because we have a few people love the Kirby, so the one place I made a special place for Kirby's. And Kirby vacuum now, I tell people, they're $3,000 now. 
People say, wow, you're kidding me. So the people love the Kirby's. We also fool the guests. We got all these attachments. You know, we make fun of the attachments. Oh, yeah. I said, look, I got a nose picker, a shoelace stretcher, a grape peeler, a cockroach groomer. <laughs> all the, all, Those were all, all advertised. Yeah, I, I, I was told us, all the blondes from California say, really, Mr. Ed? Yes. <laughs> then I give one, I make people guess on this one. This game was that $300,000 purchase. This one came. I got a hand thing. It's about 11 inch by 11 inch, with a little handle, some holes in the bottom, some velvet. We didn't know what it was when we got it. We'd vacuum one thing, and we didn't know what it vacuumed. It was kind of neat. It's fell on the bottom and everything. Guess what that vacuum was? Nobody ever guesses, but it takes about... We had two or three months before we found out. You're going to have to tell me. Six-year-old came in and told me what it was one day. Mr. Adams, that's a pool table vacuum. <gasps> oh! Now, now you can see it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, yeah. You can, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got a brush on the front and felt on the back. and, and uh, It's green. It's green. It's mm-hmm. pool table color. Wow. Smart kid. Yeah, he was a smart kid. I said, well, how did you know that? He said, my dad's a pool shark, the kid said. Uh. <laughs> and, and this one is, this one caused, this big vacuum is about a three foot high. It looks like a big five-gallon thing. It caused a lot of divorces, this vacuum did. You know why it did? Guess what came with it? The maid? The French maid came with it. Yeah, that uh. was that. Really? You bought the vacuum cleaner and you got a maid, too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but all these are some of the first ones I got. These are the pre-electric ones you, you so well described over there. It's out of England, it's resource, and that's out of Germany. All these are different sites. Now, of course and these are, all, these are all run by hand? All of them. Or else, or else mechanically by the wheels on the back yeah. as you push them around? Exactly. These are all the hand vacs. People buy like the dustbusters. I think they're worthless, but they're 100 years old. There's and these ones here are all electric. One of them here is made by Singer, Royal. We've got lots of different... They're about, uh, 19, they're about 1950s, 1940s, but they're worthless. I think they're, kind of, in my opinion, they're worthless. They don't vacuum very much. They make a lot of noise, but they don't really. But the noise is what's important because then you think you're doing something good. <laughs> That's exactly. Psychological. <laughs> summed it up. You'll notice this display looks like a display of guns, but this is one where the man, where the man would sit on this one. The guy would stand on this and go back and forth with the handle. Beautiful thing. They had a big long Now collar. you'd stand on that? Stand with one foot on both sides. This, now this, this looks like... Uh, like an exercise machine, really. It's got a, a handle that comes up in front, and you've got two pads that you stand on that are bellow-operated, and you kind of, like an electrical machine. Yes. And the handle goes back and forth. No wonder people back in those days, you don't see very many heavy ones. Why you couldn't. <laughs> and these hand-operated ones, that you got to lift the handle up and down. Your shoulders had to have been tough by the time you got through vacuuming oh. a... A halfway decent sized floor with these hand operated. Now I asked vacuums. you and I asked Linda, I asked you people, who was Rhett Butler? Who was Rhett Butler? Rhett Butler, don't know. Uh, Scarlet. Uh, she knows. I know who it is. It's a big movie. Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind, yeah. Okay. Well, I knew you were lying. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I, I don't that, get I don't get around TV I, too I, much. I, I asked to watch that, that question stuff. because this came in Frankly, you know. Frankly my damn, I don't give a deer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's exactly right. This is 1856. That's been you know, Gone with the Wind was made. You know, this, uh, this is from this is the drapes that she made the dress out of and Gone with the Wind and everything. Wow. So anytime, anytime we I don't think the actual dress, but I don't think we had it was exactly the same color. We have a civil war, but that, that's 1850, and I think it's really interesting to have that sweeper. Yeah. Same time gone with the wind. We try to, we try to relate things with the movie at the time or something at the time. So 
1856 doesn't mean much, but you say gone with the wind and people do. Now, was this more of a sweeper type or was it an actual vacuum? No, it didn't. It was a sweeper. Just a sweeper, yeah. The only time you had vacuum, you had to suck air if you had vacuum. Yeah. Interesting, we ask questions like I ask a question when I'm giving a tour, like, if I say the word Packard, what do you think? What do you think? Cars. Cars. You're smart, but. Ask the man that owns one. That's the thing. Very, very good. (laughs) We just were at the car museum up in. Deer Lodge, Montana, here two weeks ago. Oh, you're so good on that because, you know, most people don't know what a Packard is. The last one was made in 1956. So they say Hewlett Packard and everything, so I can tell the people that are wise enough. You notice I have a vacuum. I have a vacuum. It's Packard vacuum made by the Packard Company. Oh, really? Then notice the vacuum here, Singer. What does Singer make? Yeah, and Royal. Uh, that's still around, too, yes, isn't it? Yes, it is. What about Hamilton Beach? What did, what did Hamilton Beach make? Kitchen appliances. Got them all. We have people, as much as we can, they go to the museum, we let them participate. We ask questions like this. But even the old Eurekas, I mean, we're, we're looking at old vacuum cleaners. What, what's the time period of these? 1924, 1917? 1915. 1935? These are the, these are the, I don't have much electric stuff here, but this is kind of when just when electricity came in. Sears had one that came out. Eureka had one. It's kind of like a lot of that old stuff. There were a hundred manufacturers, and now you got four or five. You're exactly right. The Oric. Mr. Oric gave me these two. His first two, Mr. Oric gave me his first two. They were pretty famous vacuum. And these are the first two that were made? Uh, I don't know what he said. They, oh. He said when they, but I, probably not. Probably the first, but he, he, personally, he personally gave them to Those advertisements were hot and heavy through the 80s and 90s. They were. Motels didn't use them very much. These are, you know, I had, I got up to 9,000 employees in my business, but most of my, my people, I own thousands of these. These were backpacks that went on the vacuum, strapped on your back. Right. Your spaceship. They were invented in Idaho and made in Boise. Now they're made in Mexico. And I have an explosion-proof vacuum here, one from the atomic energy site, that, so you fumes and the thing won't explode. Really? And is that super heavy iron? Or? Yes, it's just in case, so the spark, spark won't ignite anything in there. And this this vacuum, it's 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 about three foot, three and a half foot tall, Looks like a, and it's tiered. It's got a bigger base than a smaller one than a smaller one, and it's just the, all the outlets for your vacuum hoses and stuff are quarter-inch steel, it looks like. It is. Uh, 1950s, it's pretty modern, but people like it. It's called the Pig Compact. I have one of those. Yeah, Linda says he had one of those. Had. Had. <laughs> I'll have to show you. That, that, that one kind of looks like the old Eureka ones that you yeah. used to drag around behind you. You can describe this, but this, this vacuum looks like a normal one today. It's got the bag, it's got everything looks natural. Looks as good and everything. And just, but it has no electric cord, and it's 19, it's 100 years old. How did it work? You had to hypnotize this one. Ah, oh, sucky, sucky vacuum. Ah, <laughs> oh, you, you will suck. Oh! Okay, now he's pushing this vacuum cleaner, and it's like those little rev-up cars that you run across the floor and then pick up and do it again and again and again. But when he's pushing this, it's about like pushing a uh, push lawnmower. It, it's not something that's real easy to push. And it's still going. He, he quit a couple, what, probably 30 seconds ago, a minute ago, and this thing's still revving. So... Wow, yeah, that is really cool. It looks just like all the other electric ones of the time, but has the wind-up motor in it. 
And then you see, we got a little in mind. I told you, as we talked about before, we said kid stuff is hard to find. I found a 100-year-old kid Bissell. Oh. It, didn't, it didn't work or anything. Help mommy clean, they say, but mom. Two it doesn't have the little brushes yeah, in it or yeah, anything yeah, to really help yeah, mom. But the two the little two-year-olds. Mom, do I look stupid or something? Mom, that doesn't, no, doesn't work. But, look what I but you know, I've had kids. I've had kids work with the little chainsaws that go rum, rum, rum too, and they think they're cutting wood. So I, I paid twelve hundred dollars for this, but this is this is one of that little bristle. It's a little tiny bristle. It's only twelve inches, eight inches by five. Yeah, it's small, but it's got all the brushes and everything so else in it. It's a salesman sample or actually made from. Wow. And of course, you see this big vacuum here. We got a lot of all through with Texas. There's a big. Two foot vacuum thing. Yeah, that's at least two foot wide across the front. Of course, it's Texas vacuum. What do you expect? You know? <laughs> this is another machine that was really neat. I'm showing you some of the unique stuff. I'm trying to get over the, the a lot of things you'd expect this museum, but these things you don't expect. This was in. This is a vacuum cleaner. The vacuum something in an old school house in 1892. What was this vacuum in an old school house in 1982? Thing slides across the top. It's about three foot long. And it's sitting horizontal instead of vertical. Yes. And it's got a slide on top. But what what operated the slide? Hand? That old hand cap. You did, you did this by hand one at a time. So guess what this is? That's right there? That's a, that's a suction. That's is a, it a, like a... Uh, uh, it's a the it's suction comes down into here. Linda, you are so smart. <laughs> Good thing you're doing this with your... Like, oh, this. that's you, what you, it's you, for. You, you had to hit them together like that. Yeah. Right. Put the little eraser in that little slot and you do it by hand. The machine did. Okay. So this, so we're looking at a vacuum cleaner that's, that's on a piece of oak that's like the old hand-operated uh, vacuums, and it's got a little canister down on the end. And the top slide looks, if, if you're familiar with what a wood planer looks like, it looks like that and then has a... A handle that goes back and forth that's just the right size for the erasers for the chalkboards. And then it goes over a, a port that has six holes in it. And as you ran that eraser over it, it would vacuum the eraser off. And, that well and then take the felts off, take all the chalk out of the felt. That is really good. That's really, I never heard it described that well before. That is exactly right. This is really a cool piece. That that had to be pretty rare. Well, maybe they had them in every school. I don't know. Yeah, they had to be pretty rich, I think. Most of the time we went ahead and we, we sent us down the basement, we hit them together with our hands. Right, yeah. And and then the janitor could come pick up the dust. <laughs> this, is mo this is one of the most unique things in the museum. This easy chair looks really good, but what people don't know, the vacuum was put under the chair. The vacuum was put under the chair, and then the man would sit in the chair, and he would rock, and I would get sex oh. while he rocked, the woman would vacuum Okay, yeah, there's a bellow that, that as a chair rocks forward, it's compressed, and as you rock back, it's expanded, or opposite, it, as you... Either way. Rock, yeah. yeah, and it creates the bellow, and so the man would come home from work, sit in that, and read his newspaper, and his wife would get to run around and vacuum. <laughs> I tell it, you seems like, it seems like a fair way to do things, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'll bet she was really excited when he came home and said, Honey, look what I brought home, a new chair, and you get a vacuum. You're really funny. I, think. I tell everybody that's where the word lazy boy came from. <laughs> where the word lazy boy came from, exactly. These others are hard to describe, but these are 1870s. These are the pieces. These are 1870s and 1869. You believe they had vacuums. Most of them are sweepers and vacuums combined. Had these and and a lot of these are run with uh, hand crank 
with a with a leather pulley, kind of like how the old Singer sewing machines were run. Exactly right. Exactly. And, and it would run the sweeper and the and the bellows. Very good. That's exactly really really unique. 1869. I mean, some of these 18, 1902. They're really they're really old. You would have thought that back then they had dirt floors and and. Uh, they wouldn't have had to have vacuum cleaners, but I guess I'm thinking of maybe out west versus back east, they did where have, the they fineries did, were. They, they did have carpets. They didn't have rugs. They had rugs. They didn't have carpet. Right here, you're seeing an Electrolux vacuum made into a car. Somebody did and got it in a magazine about 20 years ago. Really, really clever. And, you know, people do clever things. We, we've taken we, again. We take we took humor and put put it to clean. Applied humor. And it works. And we're looking at an old Electrolux vacuum that they put a toy motor in and a little seat and cut the, cut it and put some wheels on it and, and it's a neat little piece of art. Now, Electroluxes were sold door to door. They're a pretty famous vacuum. People liked Electrolux, but you see, I got that. I found the first one in 1924, 1927. It's real interesting. Interesting thing, Lauren. People don't know about these things during the war. Vacuum during the Second World War, people quit making what they made. Guess what? You, guess what? Electrolux made. Machine guns. Made machine gun parts. So they converted to a machine gun factory and then, wow. <clears throat> a pneumatic cleaner. You've got a canister here that's like uh, the size of maybe like a 25-gallon drum, 15-gallon drum. The little one, they're both, they're both the same exact same company, but this, this ran by the pulley like you just said. But one year later, they got electricity on this, so this one had the electricity where you plugged it in. Okay. And the plug-in on that is one that you screw into a light socket. Yeah, we didn't, in those days, we didn't have the, the... Wow. My favorite thing in a museum is, is this one right here. Okay, we're looking at an extremely rare... Vacuum, what year is it? 1914? Uh, 1904, yes, 1904, they're wrong. It's 1904 Kirby. Oh, a Kirby. Oh, it's an inchworm. So you squeeze down on the handle, and the bellow comes back with the wheels on the back and the suction head on the front. And when you push down, it, it opens up, and then you move forward, and the bellows close up in order to create the suction. So you just walk along pushing down on the handle in order to, to make it work. I consider that the most valuable thing in a museum. I wouldn't sell it for ten ten thousand dollars. It's really, you're really, you're really unique. Plus, it's to see it like you described, it. everybody reacts like you did. Oh, look at that! It's really yeah, neat. that's a really neat uh, design. And this little thing's no bigger than, and one little hand was a full vacuum cleaner. Guess what they used it for? I already cheated. You read that? I know what that is, but this is this is really cool. It's got a, a piece that you hook onto the exhaust pipe of your car. And then it goes down into a smaller venturi so that it creates more air going through. And then the vacuum hose comes off the bottom so that you can vacuum your car by using uh, the exhaust from your car. And the pressure coming out of the exhaust creates the suction. Well, we couldn't, couldn't say that. Did you take a picture of that for Steve? Yeah. Okay. Did, yeah, because he's got a Model A, so it would be right in his, oh, in his time frame, my editor. And uh, and this is just really cool. And let me show you something really cool. Okay. I know we're getting a lot of material, but 
we're coming into the library now. He's got a lot of books in here, a lot of research material. A lot of books. We've written 42, 42 books. I've written 42 books. I'm the biggest bookseller in Idaho. I've sold 3 million books. All on cleaning. No, really clean and things related to cleaning and getting more done and everything. But a lot of TV and a lot of things like this I've done in my Oprah all in those days you did a lot of in, a lot of media. This went four million miles in my media, but the first one of you can tell me what this I'm gonna hold it up I'm, I'm gonna hold this up so they can see it. What this is made of, this little notebook I carry here. It's an outhouse. Oh good. <laughs> so then people, Lauren, it's a it's Lauren. a briefcase or a brief folder. I don't know if it's really a case, but it's a brief folder with handles on it. Made out of leather, and all the and all the tooling makes an outhouse. It's got the little hinges on it, and the the moon, and and all of that kind of stuff. That had, is just I had, I had really really neat. I had this thing's for millions of miles. I've had thirty years. <laughs> really really wow! And I told you, this is a piano cleaner. I paid twelve hundred dollars a two hundred year old piano cleaner. And again, it's a bellow a bellow operated little suction on the front. Universal Strawbanger. You speak German. No, I just sounded it out the only way I knew how. <laughs> but I paid I paid eleven hundred dollars for this. I thought it was so valuable because it's, it's, you know, a couple months later I found one on eBay for four dollars and ninety five cents. <laughs> so what we do? We bring people. You're not supposed life. to look at eBay. I know. I, I don't. I don't do eBay. Anyway, the whole thing, this whole museum, the whole message, this whole museum, Lauren is. Find me a better word than clean. I think clean solves all the problems of the world. I think I'm the most important museum in the world. But I'm selling a more important message. Clean changes life. Be clean, not how to clean. Find me a clean health, clean food, clean air, clean water, clean teeth, clean eyes. Now you think about it. Clean, clean language, clean conscience, clean lens, clean glasses. Every place you say clean, we'd solve almost the mental, moral, and physical and spiritual problems with clean. That's when people come in here, that's why I have that up here. And people say, why at 85 and having all these business, but why are you doing this? I said, you know, Savior said, feed my sheep. And this has been the funnest thing. I have people, people like you and people coming all over the world to see this. That's why I do it. But that's, that's, that's our message. We have, you know, I think you're right on that when you, when you think about it. I th- I'll tell you why. I'll show you this rope. And I tell people, guess where this rope came? The guy escaped out of jail with this rope. How'd he do it? Is that a toilet paper rope? Lauren, you're smarter than you look. No, I just go to a lot of museums. Yeah, it's a lot smarter than I look. I hope anyway. You're exactly Cause, right. Because the looks aren't much. Nobody will believe that, but it's made out of one roll of toilet paper and some dental floss. And the guy who was 180 pounds threw it, made a rope, threw it up and got out of it. They had one on display. I just, I just saw this two or three weeks ago. They had one on display at the prison museum in... Uh, Deer Lodge, Montana, and she was telling the story about it. So isn't that interesting? But I got one that relates to clean. See, that clean stuff. That's interesting. We've seen it before. Clean, cleans the hard cells. I told you before. You know, your, your little snot behavior. You clean your room. You know, we use clean to punish kids. But guess what? Now there's. And I was always a urinal colonel. My wife, my, <laughs> and my wife was always a latrine queen. And you know, and we were we were the janitors were talked down to, and it's, you know, low image and everything. But I changed that nationally. But anyway, there's a game out called 10 Days in the USA. I got this box I'm holding that you're looking at. What they did, they went through the whole USA and went through every state and picked one thing, one thing in every state. They picked one thing in every state and the whole state was the most important thing to see when you go to the United States. Guess what they picked for Idaho? Museum of Clean. And I can see why. This museum is just, I, to be right honest with you, when I called down here to set up this appointment, I'm going, 
okay, so what am I going to go see? A 20 mule team box of uh, <laughs> borax? You know, that's what I was expecting to come in here and see, Colorox or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Walking into this thing, your eyes just bug out and it's like, whoa, I had no clue that this was, this, this was what it, it is. It is. It's exciting. Of course, as you said, I wrote, I've written a lot of books. I've had a lot of bestsellers. They're all my books over there that I use, and I use the stuff in there. Big, big family. We use this. My wife's a genealogist. Well, she died. The name of that. Of course, I'm from Idaho, so. There's another good one for you. You know, when you invented anything, you always had to make a small. Whenever you, inv- <coughs> whenever you invented anything, you had to make a small imitation of the real thing, a prototype. Right. So you see that machine, that little machine made. That's a, that's a 30-foot rug shampoo right there. It's made only, what, 8, 10 inches. Right. Oh. So what are high, what, Lauren, what are high heel shoes called? What's the name for high heel shoes? I don't know. Starts with a P. Pumps. Very good. Pumps. Where did pumps come from? I, I'm, I'm seeing this now. <laughs> now that is an interesting, he's got a photograph here. He doesn't have the actual things, but there's bellows that are on the bottom of shoes that are attached to another tube that uh, is a vacuum cleaner. And as she walked, that would pump the bellows and again create the suction to be able to vacuum now okay are these just one-way bellows to where they only suck yes they couldn't you could i guess if you wanted to blow they could blow but what good would that do well yeah because you'd be sucking stuff in and blowing it right back out so these must have had a one-way valve in them to make it to where they See, only the, sucked the, 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 about 1910 1912s when we started sucking things but before that it was all blowing okay of course, that's one we know is made out of pig, pig gut. This is the most unique thing in the museum, 1869. This thing you see is the most, it's in a glass case, like it looks like, it looks like New York. Right. But it, was a, it was a prototype of a vacuum cleaner that went up, had bellows that went up and down, it's about 12 inches by 12 inches. It was never manufactured. It's just this is a model and bought until they took to the patent office. Wow. Kind of neat to do it. And there we've got about a 12 foot or 12 inch by 12 inch box that has bellows uh, up on top. And as you wield it, it looks like the, it would make the bellows go around. And as you see, a big, everything's big. We have a big garbage can upside down, about 15 foot high, 14 foot high. You know, but now the garbage cans are gone, they're all plastic. But I, I did, kids are impressed when they come to the museum to walk inside of a garbage can. Right. And we teach kids. To and drive. it says that Americans toss out 195 millions of tons of garbage, enough to fill 108,000 garbage trucks. That's in one year. We teach kids wow. to adopt a highway, and they come in the museum and they say, "No, to clean up after people is good, but to adopt a habit, not clean it up, not don't throw it out in the first place. That's what to do." Right. Now, now so far, Lauren, just for the we, we skimmed about one tenth of this museum. Right. I mean, it's unbelievable. We've covered some of the main things. I get a lot of humor. I have a picture of a dog here, and I call that the Mopador dog. It looks just like a mop. It's a dog. Picture of a dog. We call it a Bavarian mop hound, and most of the tourists will fall for it. <laughs> you also see I got, I called NASA and wanted to get a toilet that went to the moon. And they said they didn't have, they were just tubes, so they sent me and went this out of the space shuttle Discovery. The trash compactor has the trash. And we're looking at a, at a box here that's probably two foot high, 18 inches wide, that has two handles on it. And I'm assuming it's, well, and it's got about a six-inch hole with a garbage bag in it 
and you throw your garbage in there and pull the two handles together and it compacts the trash. That's what it was. And this is pretty unique. When and we you... got a gallery here with uh, a younger you. Oh man, don't even look at it. <laughs> it's, it's a video that's playing on, on one of the shows that you were on. This, this goes, this car you see right here, we did a, we did a soapbox derby, you heard of soapbox Right, derby. oh yeah. Had to be all made, the car had to be made out of cloning things. Very clever, this whole car. Looks like a little Model A, but it's made out of things. And they got garbage can fenders. Well, you describe it. Here. Well, you've got garbage can fenders. You've got a washboard for the, for the side piece that comes down uh, along the engine. Uh, the hood, the, the hood sides. This is, looks like a Model A. It's got a dustpan in the front for the radiator. A toilet for the hood ornament, a little plastic toilet. Two plungers for the headlights. Uh, it's got a squeegee for the visor. Now, isn't that interesting? Half of a garbage can, uh, plastic garbage can for the lid. A toilet flusher for the door handle. Uh, toilet seat for the rumble seat in the back. And a uh, little what, brush for the tail light. Guess what stumps everybody, though, Lauren? Guess what stumps everybody? What's that? Nobody can guess what the bumpers are. I know what that is. It's a mop, dust mop holder. Dust mop uh, holder for the bumper. No, nobody gets it. Nobody, no. Boy, you're pretty good. I used to be a custodian. I knew there was something about you I liked. <laughs> those, those, uh, very few people, I got 20 people, nobody will guess it ever. This is all new, what you see is all new. There's going to be rough sheep. Rough sheep! Rough sheep! The sheep are up, good. That's cute. He, he says roof sheep, and a, and a sheep starts mang from the back here. Anyway, this building is 100 years old. Beautiful, most beautiful building in town. Really gorgeous, gorgeous building. And uh, one of the great movies ever made. Have you ever seen that movie? Quiet, Quiet Man? Man? No. Greatest movie ever he's made. Got, he's got a, a video going that has lots of different cleaning things. <laughs> Uh, I saw Mrs. Doubtfire on it at one point in time, and I can't remember some of the other ones. Well, Far and away, they're cleaning on a washboard. Andy Griffin, when he walked in, all the toilets saluted when he walked in. <laughs> Again, a bunch of hand crank. Uh, are these washing machines? Oh, no, come on. These are all vacuum cleaners. Oh, they're still vacuum cleaners. Isn't that gorgeous? I got yeah, it is. The design on these things and, and the ingenuity is just amazing. We have the Hall of Fame. We, have, we, have, we, teach, we teach a lot of principles. We teach people principles they come through this place. Who, who's that the one place? We've got one volleyball with a face on it, and most people know who that is. Wilson. We, we, we yeah. Have, we have Wilson in the thing. We picked him up out of the ocean. <laughs> we teach, we, you're going to find a lot of, a lot of print stuff. We teach a lot of things about, about what goes on, all the stuff that's thrown in the ocean, and about all the ecology and everything. There's tons of all this, just like an hour to even read all of this. Right. And why it's hard to, you see all these machines, are, they're all, everything, has, everything has a place. That one buffer sitting over there, the, the old jander died and the parents give it to me, wanted him to put on his gravestone or on his big floor machine, the buffer. Polished long, he's finally polished off, scrubbed and whatever it's going to be. <laughs> we got ringer washers and the old linen presses and... Uh...
Mr. Clean. We're, we're talking about, how tall is he? 20 feet? About 20, I think. 20 foot tall, holding a great big mop. Uh, was this outside of one of your No, this is supply a, houses? about 200 of these across the United States, and they were called the Muffler Man. And in some services, you might even right. see you've, you've been In your business, you've seen one. I've seen the Muffler Man. I also have seen uh, really big, tall Paul, uh, Paul Bunyan. Uh, that was him. But I, I, bought, I, found one, I found one in Billings. I took the Muffler and put the mop in his hand. Okay. Wow. I have fun with tourists. And you can take pictures in front of him if you want. Uh, We're, you're in a whole green area of green, beautiful green trees and green stuff. Is it? What I do with the public, I always ask them they know what a current bush is. A current bush? Right. You can plug your, you can plug your cords into it and make yeah, everything work. That's exactly right. And guess what? If there's 20 people lying and somebody says that, nobody dares to say, laugh. They all believe it. And I said, that's right, Lauren, you're right here. <laughs> Yeah, that way there you can do your ringer washing out underneath the current and tree. Yeah, you, you plug it, you plug it right in here and do that. And, oh, that's yeah, he's got a he's got a ringer washer here that's got well, uh, an here. outlet inside of a, a current yes. bush. Now you saw it before; that was good. But when you get twenty people, nobody dares say they don't know because they don't want to look stupid. <laughs> and, I'm beyond the point of that. <clears throat> he's got. We we must be into the washing section because he's kind of. Linda, put your hand over that, Linda. She's got her hand over the top of a uh, ringer washer, and the ringer washer spinning. And he's got the release. Put your hand over. Your hand put your hand over it. Put your hand. Oh. You know why it's doing that? So I got a switch back. <laughs> it's got it's got a pump down there that that gets rid discharge pump to get rid of the water, right? No, I got a switch back here. Oh. I try to fool the public. And oh, okay. Okay. Well, He's got some of the old copper boilers that uh, they used before they had washing machines of any type for uh, boiling the water on a wood stove or on a fire and, and then using the washboard. And then... Uh, redneck redneck washing, redneck Maytags. Yeah, but they were... but. Uh, here again, we've got something that looks kind of like the like a funnel or like a plunger on a on a stick. I've seen a lot of them with uh, old galvanized metal. They're mountain maytags. And uh, you put your water in a bucket and then agitated with the with the plunger. When's your birthday? When's your birthday, Linda? June. That's pretty good. Notice vacuum cleaners, mops. And that's all played on vacuum cleaner tubes that are cut at different lengths. Well, I played it all well in my great performance. <laughs> Yay! So, so oh, it's like a xylophone made out of vacuum cleaner hoses, metal vacuum cleaner hoses, played with a plunger and held up by a mop. A little while ago, you mentioned the borax thing. Yeah, we do have one in here. We have old people remember most of this stuff, what it is and where it is. He's got several several boxes of the Twenty Mule Team borax. Got old enough to know what does does what? What was the famous word? Does does what? You're too young to know this. I don't know. Does does, does everything. 
Does okay. Does, does everything. And he's got lots of bo- old boxes of uh, of soaps and, and boraxes and very fam- All these are famous. Back people that are eighty years old or seventy years old know White King, Rinso, Luck, Pete, Yeah. Then lots of old soaps and right colors and liquids and a lot of old containers that had all of your uh, cleaning supplies in it. And then he's got a whole bunch of, we were just talking about the washer plungers. He's got a display here of different washer plungers and there's some really interesting ones here. He's got a big pot that uh, must have been used to boil the clothes, to heat the water and, and, boil, the clothes. and boil the clothes. And then he's got a Notice agitator that. that looks like a milking stool with five little legs on it that are about 10 inches long and a big handle that comes up for doing all the agitation. And he's also got the metal agitators and the copper agitators. And Notice the quality, the hand puncture, the mountain maytags are German. The German things are beautiful, all made of brass and all, all, all made on. You, you mentioned a lot of you saw, of course, you, you've seen a lot of these, you've been through antique places. Right. Just lots of neat looking. The, this is really kind of an art display in it itself is. with the. Thanks for noticing it. This is the most unique thing. This is only the, the Palmer Hotel in Chicago and in San Francisco had one of these. Laundered money. Big thing laundered money. They left their money with the front desk and then they put it in and the next morning their money would be laundered and cleaned. They do the coins and the bills or both, just both together. And this looks like a like a pivoting uh, rocking chair with a handle on it and two cylinders on the side that you drop, I guess, all the money into and wash it back and forth. So is that where they come up with the term money laundering? I don't know. It must be. It's pretty good. And this was a, this was a, at motels, huh? Just the two, the only two we know, San Francisco, Palmer Hotel in San Francisco and in, Los, in uh, Chicago, Palmer House. Only two we know. Huh. And again, a large collection of ringer washers. Now, what are these? They look like a pressure canner. They're or... just little tiny, tiny apartment washers that do one shirt, one pair of pants, or one thing at a time. Oh, okay. And it looks like a big pressure ca- or big uh, uh, water bath about canner about five that has a, an electric motor that goes on top that has an agitator that comes down that uh, must wash things out like a ringer washer. All except there isn't a ringer on top. Did you? I did it by hand. Did it by hand. And now that's an interesting thing. We're looking at a at a glass jar that you would put clothes in and put your cleaners in, but it looks to me more like uh, the old uh, butter churn. Butter churn, yeah. yeah the, a, that pivots all the way around instead it has a top crank on it. Well, this is for lingerie and delicacies. Okay, and it says on the front, the five minute home cleaner. But I'm sure sometimes your, I'm sometimes your butter tastes like an old bra probably sometimes. <laughs> so I can use it for both. Yeah. Wow, look at that. And that's a glove iron. That's stuck, a what? Stuck that in the glove and. Oh, he's got a pair of separators that you can put inside your gloves all the way up to the fingers and squeeze down on them like a pair of pliers, and it would open up your your gloves so you could clean them. Both of you got good looking legs, but the people know what you got here. I. They look like hide stretchers to me. That's boy, you're you're really good. You should know about hide. You're too young. 
I say you're rich for water. Rich for water. <laughs> no, Linda, Linda he's got, got two. He's got two metal, uh, cir- pants, not circular, pants, pants, but ob- long. Pants, pants uh, stretchers. What's that? They're pant stretchers. Pant stretchers. Yeah, you put them down inside your pant legs, and yeah, that see, was back you, when when they had creases that you had to have yeah, in your you, pants. You had to have them. You, you see, you would be a real scab in those days. Then, yeah, I would be a real scab in those why days. Why did we quit using these? They were really hard to walk in. <laughs> you know. You talk about a real scab in those days, but when I look at the old, like, popular mechanics uh, magazines and stuff, you always see the guy that's standing over a lathe with a necktie on. And I thought, you know, that guy's got to be the most dangerous guy in the world or the most trusting guy in the world because who'd go to work in a machine shop wearing a shirt with a tie? But you caught in that thing, it'd kill him. But the mechanics and stuff, you know, I mean, they show them in the old popular mechanics walking on out with a, with all duded up and, and uniformed. and. Well, look at all the women. And every every picture of women in here has high heels. Every every oh. picture in here, in vacuum cleaners, even 100 years, they all have high heels. Oh, no. I told you I didn't have irons, so I did allow this. The only thing in the museum I allowed that wasn't clean was this. I told this was, this, this was a slave iron. Two seal balls in there, heated up. You click, click, click. You guys tell if your slave was working anyway. Yeah, I had the Texas iron, Rhode Island iron. The Rhode Island iron, it's pretty small. We have a few of those. Maybe all this we just see. We have an old devil. This will go up on the fifth floor pretty soon. He's got a, a dentist display for clean teeth. In the 20s. <clears throat> yeah. We had a frankincense brain machine. We put kids in frankincense brain machine. We put kids in front of them. So you get in front of them, we push a button, and, and they're, they're, they're zapped for the rest of their lives. They do cleaning. <laughs> and then you've got a bunch of uh, neck yokes for carrying water, like from a well or a stream, and then coming on back to to empty it out. So, and that had to have been quite the the deal because those things are all made out of wood. And they fit on your shoulders and around your neck, which I guess would have made carrying water easier, but 19, that'd be pretty rough if you had to carry 40 in gallons of water. In 1904 in the West, even the women had to, 1904 had to carry water a quarter of a mile. So wow. I, found, I found an original one, but I made, I, made, I made these to look like it, so I didn't ruin them, but you see they have, they have original. Right, and it's all cracked and, and looks like it's been around the block a hundred times. I hand people this cloth and it's a chamois. Okay. It's on this little machine. I said, where did I find this? Most people don't know. In my day, in my day, we went to we went to we didn't go to gas stations. We went to service stations. Right. So this was a service station with chamois. And people don't. So we got a 19. This is a 1935 old machine. It was a service station to clean your windshield. And, and when he's talking service station, you pulled up and, and somebody came out and checked your oil, they checked the air in your tires, they cleaned your windshield, they did everything and, along with pumping the gas. Yes. Roll of Texas toilet paper. John, John. And, and it's, it's about three and a half, four foot tall and, and looks like a big roll of toilet paper. John Wayne toilet paper, all these things. <laughs> It, it's rough and tough and won't take crap off of anybody. Is that the way that John Wayne toilet paper is? And he's got a lot of different uh, toilet paper dispensers. and Oh, he's got one that looks like it has a grater on it. That must really be comfortable. 
And, of course, the ancient kind with the corn cob. He's got, got a corn cob toilet paper here. This is kind of a neat little display. Oh, and I like what they did with this. This is a ringer washer. Twin tub ringer the, the, Twin tub deck. Twin tub, yeah. And they cut off uh, the front part and made two chairs out of it. This is, this is really kind of a neat piece. They were really dangerous. These ringers were really dangerous. People lost arms and people, people had... And their voice closes. There were a lot of things lost in those ringers. Yeah, you're right. Everybody brings that, but they don't want it on air. I got the thing from it. Queen Elizabeth of Austria said toilet from her. Toilet from Queen Elizabeth of Austria. From her. Elizabeth Luxury. of Bavaria. She was very famous. Princess Elizabeth. And this is what she actually used. In her yacht. They had, she had two of these in her yacht. Paid a lot of money for this. And you'd, you'd, what, put water in there and then yeah, pump it yeah, and it yeah, would flush? flush? And then somebody had to empty it. Yeah, somebody had to carry it around where she left, too. And she, she was going through the city. She didn't want to use other people's toilets. So the, oh. the worker carried her toilets. A portable toilet. Notice also I got these bed, what do you call A lot it? of so bed pans. Chamber, chamber pot. So I turned this one upside down, put it on a kid's head. Was a, like, what kind of haircut was that? <laughs> Lots of chamber pots, a child's diaper pail that looks uh, looks like it could also serve as a as a, one of the little stock pots. And I, I have a feeling I know where that came from. Where the jail? You're right. Everybody's been there knows what it is. I, I've 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 seen one of those. You can you can go to the bathroom on the bottom end and drink out of the top. My most famous. Story. We talked about those when we were in Deer Lodge at the prison too. They're there. Anyway, I got, I got in Sun Valley, Idaho. I became very famous. I was a big employer in Sun Valley, Idaho. I became very famous. I cleaned the I cleaned the toilets on the mountain. They called it the Bull Patrol. <laughs> so my daughter put her skis up here, and I put that. that so I became, and he's got two ski poles, one with a plunger bottom and one with a toilet brush uh, on the bottom of it. Well, what made me really famous was when I started started doing daughter media. I carried a toilet suitcase everywhere. Let it sit on the top of <laughs> fragile. If you drop it, it'll spill on you. <laughs> I had I had of this toilet. I did thousands of TV shows, like you know, made. I was on 23 front pages of major newspapers. I got on all the big main shows. Showed up with a toilet suitcase. You were young and you had a clean company. You told men to get off their butts. You know, it was easy to get on the air. That's all gone now. You can't, you can't get on a TV show now. That's why that's how I sold three million books. It was easy. The place to do it. You not you can't now. I made my million dollars with this. Was, An electric toilet brush cleaner. Yeah, it's really neat. I put an electric cord in this electric bowl cleaner. <laughs> I didn't fool Lauren, but I fooled the blondes. I, 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 <laughs> these, these are the best toilet cleaners, too. Yeah, they are. And we're, we're looking at a, at a suitcase here that he carried around that's, uh, oh, probably an 18-inch high, looks like a toilet, has a latch on the front so that he could lock his stuff in and a handle on it so he could carry it around. But it looks, uh, the, from looking at it from the top, it looks just like a toilet and it even has well, a small it, base it, on it. It was made as a Kohler, it's a Kohler kid's toilet, that's what we molded it on. Okay. So I checked this on airplanes, I carried this somewhere around. One of my famous pictures me on my toilet suitcase reading, reading the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> yeah, it became a very famous picture. Wow. Anyway, I have all, all sorts of... The place never ends. 
Those little outhouses, when you put money in, they explode. People do that. <laughs> and then you've got a Civil War surgery station. That's it's got good. a sink with water canisters on top. Now, did they heat the water? I don't know. Civil War, I don't know what they did. And then he's got two uh, pans inside of a, a holder and a bench. And a mortal and mortar and pestle. And then, wow, this is kind of a neat piece. It's from it really Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Civil War, it's, 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 I paid a lot for this. This will go up on the top floor in a medical. We have a medical floor we're working on right now. To do. Okay. And then another case full of shaving supplies and soaps. All things, all things related to clean. Wow. And lava soap, that's been around for a long time. It has. Very rare. Prostitute bathtub. Okay. And this is one of those little bathtubs like you see in the old photos where you sit down a sits bath, your legs kind of came out and you had a back on it and a little armchair. And the cowboy bathtub. That's actually a good bathtub. You know, in our day, hot water was hard to come by. All the hot water for the house. Had to be heated on a wood stove or something. All the hot water in the house came from something like this. Right. And then you've got the... Uh, uh, galvanized steel tub that uh, it says you bathed in w one of these tubs once a week whether you needed it or not. I bathed in these until I was 18 years old. Wow. I'm 85 so we didn't we didn't have water <clears throat> we didn't have water in the house so all we had was this. At least I had to I had the kids get in the tub. Pretty hands it's pretty hands-on. The kids can't believe it. You make a high school kid get in one of these they can't believe it. But you do it. Right. This is my Clint Eastwood bathtub, that one movie he did. He's got several bathtubs, uh, the galvanized steel cowboy-type bathtubs. And that one, there's a big one. I don't know how you'd fill that up. I don't know how you'd ever get enough hot water for that. Probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't. And then he's got a wood cook stove here that uh, probably was used to heat all of the... All, all of the water all and... The clean, all to heat all the cleaning stuff. The only reason I got it, I know it's a hit stove, but... It, we cleaned with all these things, so that's why it's here. And then we've got a, an old hot water heater, a coal-fed hot water heater. That, uh, wow. I've never water. seen one of those. I hadn't either. Generally, they're on the side of the stove. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they've got a water uh, reservoir on the side of the stove that circulates through the, through the oven oh. and keeps everything How warm. Thank you. Good. Where are you. How long have you been here? Just got here? Pardon me? How long have you been here? Have you been up on the third floor yet? No, we're heading on right now. It's going to blow you away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the main floor has blown me away. <laughs> oh, and then we got a lounge chair that's got uh, all of the vacuum cleaner hoses for the webbing. Wow. Pretty neat, huh? They got kind of, you know, that takes an hour or two, and I've skipped a lot of stuff, but we hit the, we hit the thing that made... You know, it's described it to so many of those voices and so many stuff. Before you started, the third floor, it's all the third floor is 400 of the most incredible vacuums all displayed. Beautiful floor. I don't know if there's any good to talk about it. If, you want to see if you're it. into it, let's go. I mean, it's fine. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do two or three weeks of podcast if, if that's what I've got here. So I try to keep them between an hour and two hours long. And... Uh, so if this one takes a little bit longer, it's going to take well, a little bit longer. You can, you can, anything you do that helps me, I appreciate it.
So I just, I really appreciate you spending your time today and taking us around. Folks, I've been used to, you know, I've been, I've been used to 14 hour days all my life. I had, I had a lot of businesses, 15 businesses, had two cancers, and I had, but boy, I'll tell you, I can't get my energy back. Today, like today, I'm just dead tired. I'm still got silver work all well, day. Well, do you want to you want to call it quits and no, I'll go no, ahead and no, uh, no, let's go up and go ahead and and kind of walk and talk through a bunch more of the museum or how would you like to I do know, it? You're intriguing me though. Your descriptions are so good. I you know you you say things I forget to say. I thought, man, I wish I was writing this down. Well, we'll send you a copy when we uh, when we get this uh, posted. Good. I'll send you a copy and you can sit down and listen to it or, right. or you can put it to your website and link to it. Thank you very much because your, your descriptions are really good. Almost, almost well, I really good. appreciate that because I wonder if I wonder oh, if my man. listeners are, are getting anything man, from I my descriptions. I I, I, if I had never seen them before, I could see what exactly would look like. <laughs> That's why I've been doing my good. He described that. He described that eraser cleaner so well. I go, jump out. Here we go. We're up on the third floor now. And wow, you, you, we've got you folks. You folks might you folks might wonder where I got, got that. But I got all I got one, kinds I got one of, of these one cleaners up here again. We've got the, the step-on suction ones. Utah. These things are just really interesting. If you've ever seen those balance boards that has a wheel in the middle and then the board sticks out on both sides, that's what these things kind of look like. All except they've got the pivot point in the middle where the wheel would be and bellows underneath each side. So you set this down on the floor with the feet solid, and then you just walk or rock back and forth, and it creates the vacuum in order to get the suction to be able to pick things up. They all have, it looks like maybe a five or six foot hose. So you must have to move these all over your house. This building, and then stand there and do your rock back and forth and, and vacuum in a five foot circumference and then move it again and vacuum in another five foot circumference. I'm sure it took a long time to make it all work, but these things are just interesting in the design. They're really works of art. They're made out of oak. They've got the leather bellows. Canisters that are you know painted up with some orange ones and some maroon ones. The maroon ones seem to be the popular painted ones, along with some black ones. But there are different colors. There's some that haven't There's been painted all, at all. They're just all galvanized. The main, all the main vacuum. When I saw uh, even one of these, I was going, wow. There's just, I got 400. He's got a vacuum cleaner oh, collection. Oh, I vacuum. There's a crazy guy in full hotel collecting these. As I'm walking <laughs> me. on around the corner here, he's got old Hoovers, old Eurekas, old Kirbys. Thank you very uh, much. I mean, like the whole collection of Kirbys. And just... Unbelievable how many different types of vacuums. He's got the Eurekas, all time periods of Eurekas here, I would assume. And Hoovers. And condition tornadoes. In, and condition these are in the Royals. 40 years old. Now it looks brand new. 30 years old, yeah, they look brand new. Even the art in the pictures, over 100 pictures of art. 1875, this one is right now. And that's one of the hand crank with the with the leather uh, singer sewing machine belt. Sewing machine belt, yeah, that that runs the the brush on the bottom. A cabinet vacuum cleaner that was made in 1918. Pretty complicated once you see inside of it. Really, in order to create the suction and there, stuff. There's a little vacuum called the pig. 
And it looks just like a pig. <laughs> and it's a work of art, again, but uh, out of a... Again, to say we made, the, we made cleaning, it's like the people just commented on them, but we made cleaning fun. Yes. Remember, 19, remember 1957, all the cars had fins, right? Right. Look at this. Oh, hey, we got a, an Atlas vacuum cleaner, 1957. It's got a plastic base on it that has fins on it that looks just like the 57 Chevy fins. Yeah, the 57. It's got the, it's got the little, uh, uh, where the chrome on the 57 Chevy has the little divots underneath the fin. It's got all of that stuff. Man, that is really good. You're really good. I have a 50, <laughs> 57 Chevy. Yeah. Boy, it makes me feel good. I'm going to tears. You're describing things I've seen a hundred times I didn't think about. You're seeing things I didn't see before. This is bad because you're the, you're the master here. And then a whole bunch of the, the little toe-behind compact vacuum cleaners. Uh, yeah, that you just pulled all over your house. I was never a fan of those. I always get them hung up on the doors or door jams. I, 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 I hate those like dragging a dead dog through the house or a dead <laughs> Just about I, exactly. I like him. These guys get... Wow. Are, I like <laughs> these, are, these, are, these are the wall hangers. The walls are covered with these sweepers. These are sweepers. None of these, are, these are sweeper vacuums. Together, the combination, they have the push. Right. And, and he's got a whole wall here. There's probably, what, 50 of those sweepers on the wall? Yes. Maybe even maybe even more than fifty. All different uh, brands, styles. Just and and these are like the ones that you would see in in the restaurant that they clean up so they don't make any noise. But there is all kinds of them going way way back. We got Bissell's. We've got Touchomatics. Uh, more Bissell's. Duntley. Kruger, Livingston, I mean, just all kinds of different brands here. This is, if you, could, if you come here and you don't see a vacuum cleaner that you had at some point in time in your life, and I don't care if you're 150 years old, it, it, it doesn't exist. It's just amazing how, how much. Uh, you know, most of you, if I even just had this much, this kind of this many vacuums, it would be phenomenal, but. And, and he's, he's, he's referring to about a 12 by 12 area here. This room is, is 100, 100 feet long and, and 40 feet wide yes. and just packed with vacuums. All clean and new and beautiful, too. Now, if you've ever had, a, had an infatuation with a vacuum cleaner as a kid because <laughs> your mom chased you around the house and sucked your toes or your hair or put it up against your belly or something, you'll see exactly what your mom had. Interesting. All these are interesting. And the colors. That Hoover over there, that little Hoover canister, had to be a 1970 model. Yes, it's it's very, a very lime good. green. Here's one that's really interesting. Linda, you guys will be interested in this one. This is really, really, really rare. But we were t we found one of these old, old 200-year or 150-year-old vacuums. And we got inside one of the old Bill ones you've seen, and we got uh -huh. we got inside and we found this one. It's a little model. This is about 12-inch model. It's a little model. Look what we found on the other side. 196, what does that say? 19. 1969, J.B. Baker Carpet Sweeper. It's, it's original, it's got all the stuff's original on it. And it must have just been a little model for a salesman that's model what, or something. That's what it was, and it was stuck inside of another vacuum. Really? Now, when we talk about salesman's models, I think that we've touched them at a couple different museums, but I don't know that we've ever explained. Back in the day, you had your, like your Fuller Brush Man or your vacuum cleaner salesman, or your wood stove salesman, they couldn't carry a wood stove to your house. 
or you know a whole truckload of vacuums to your house. So what they had is a suitcase full of models that were just small, and they would unload, let's say your wood cook stove, they would unload and they'd be able to show you all the features. The stove would be just the same as, a, as the regular working model, and then you could go ahead and buy from that model, and when it was delivered to your house, it would be so to scale that you would have the exact same model, all except in full size. And that's what this here must be, is, is a salesman's model for door-to-door -door sales. Or You also had to have one, anytime you invented anything, you had to take an original, you had to take a 12-inch model, whatever it was, and make it and take it to the to patent office. Oh. To, patent, to get a patent, you had to have a 12-inch model. So that's what makes these not, they're not salesman models. They, some this, of them might be, but this probably was a patent model. A patent model, like some of the other ones that you and, had and, downstairs. And it has to work. Okay. Can't be just a replica. So you don't just get to make the big one and, and start yeah. production. You've got to start with a to get a, to get a patent. One. To get a patent. Wow. I did not realize that that part of, of this. Well, the filter. You got the filter queens. The rainbow. You've heard of the water. Oh vacuum. yeah, the rainbows. Bad vacuum. But anyway, there's a lot. We we got some of the original ones. Those were high-dollar <laughs> vacuums in their day, too, weren't they? They still are. $2,000. Yeah, they are. I think they're not a good vacuum, but I can't, I can't be too opinionated. This is a real interesting thing, Lauren. You see this? With, I got a picture of Kennedy and Khrushchev here. <laughs> he I, I got some Russian vacuums when I went to the moon. Of course, one of these you're looking at looks like a rocket. Uh, more than one that I'm looking at looks like this one. This, this little... Uh... Kenmore down here looks like a rocket too. This one, now this one, you can tell it had Russian writing on it. You don't get things with Russian writing too often. Yeah, that's because you're looking at it right side up, right? You're, you're, <laughs> you are amazing. Let me tell you what. Five it's years, got Kenmore written five, upside five, down. Five on years, it. I toured this and showed people Russian writing. I, I didn't look at, I didn't look at. One day, a little kid went down like just like you, and he took it. And he said, "That's this Kenmore." I go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, and they do. They look just like missiles. Those, they, those must have been 1962 models. Anyways, uh, by the way, I own that building over there, and it's full of, full of some of our antiques and some more things like that in my books. Wow. Phenomenal pieces. <clears throat> uh, now, what is this? Is this a water filter on a shower head? Or? You have to read it all, but that's what it does. It's vacuum something. There's a vacuum right there. Oh, it's a vacuum. It looks like a it looks like a shower head with a glass I read tube it, around I read it. it once, but I was so confused I couldn't get my, I couldn't get my degree. <laughs> it looks like it uses water in order to create the suction. I think it does. Okay, so you hook up a hose to it, and you hook it into your sink, and as the water goes through, it creates the suction coming. You kind of like that Venturi one for right. the for the Model A. Wow. We didn't have water up here on the top floor, so we kind of had to put the stuff like the sink and everything. Right. Amazing. But all these, this whole row of these just amazing, hundreds of these. There's 500 up here. And we're talking about the, the manual vacuums that are, they look like bazooka tubes or something yeah. that you have the little handle that you pull back and forth and it sucks. Yeah, commercials are really good. Yeah. Everybody asks me what's the best vacuum in the market. Of course, there's inventory, there's really good vacuums. My favorite of all vacuums still is the old Eureka. 788 in the motel. The old motel. commercial uh, sanitaire. Sanitaire, you're right. How did you know that? Because I worked for a guy in the flooring business that he sold the Eureka Sanitaires. Yeah, sanitaires are a good value. And he, he, 
now at the end of every carpet job, he'd do his best to sell one of those. They were pretty expensive. Back in 79, I think they were like 250 bucks. That's about what they were. Right? And, and he sold a lot about of About 300, but now most vacuums now are $600, so these are still really good ones. Right. Yeah. He was always talking that, you know, it had eight amps of, of vacuum power, and I don't know what all his sales pitch was. but They always run vacuums. They leave them alone. I mean, look at that. They put all that stuff on them, and they finally they don't work. The best vacuum made is still right there, folks. Yeah. All the ones of all the stuff. I've had 9,000 employees. I've cleaned 4 million, 100 million square foot. I still say that's the cheapest and best vacuum to $388. I mean, there's all the six, $700 vacuums, $2,000 vacuums. Best one. You can vacuum over shoes, vacuum over dead fish, dog biscuits, and just clean them out and keep going. Yep. This company, I didn't, these are really good. These are, this is 30 years old. It's never been plugged in. Really? It's like having a, it's like having a brand new, brand new Ford Galaxy from 1959. It's never been one mile on it. And now these are all torn tornadoes, and they're like a shop vac. All of these look like shop vacs. Interesting thing, but they wanted to store them someplace, and they didn't want room. They said, we store these in your museum. You're never going to see them again. Look at that, brand new. When you find something 30 years old, it's like, yeah. it's like finding a brand 1985 car. It has one mile on it. Right. Wow. Like you dream about well, except usually when you find them that way, they've been stored in a barn and they're not in that great a shape. You know, that happened to me. I had a, a 90, 91 Chrysler, 91 Cadillac was really good. I had my wife had one, really a good, really a good car. Some guy had, I found out a guy had a 91, had seven miles on it. He bought two of them, he had seven miles on it. My son was a car guy, convinced me even to buy that for $12,000 wasn't a good buy. I said, get it, a $35,000 car. No, he said, Find one of those cars, you know, there's a lot of things, like you say, could be wrong with them. A belt's old. Right. Wow. This is a lot of work painting all this floor. I sanded all these columns. I sanded these things. That took me days to sand these things down. Well, it sure looks sharp up here. They're just, wow. That's all I can say. You've got a lot of vacuums up here. 400, 400, 500. 500 vacuums on this floor. And most of them are really all, all unique. They, my guys have done a really nice job of displaying them. Oh, yeah. Good color. An old Regina, 1892, it says. Is that the year, or is that just the model number? 1892? Yeah. It's not that old. It's about 19, 19, 4, 5. Yeah, I was thinking that it has that on the bag. And, and he's talking 500 vacuums upstairs on the third floor. That, that's not including the 400 that you have on the main floor. There's probably 300 down there. I'm we, just, we have yeah. about 1,000 altogether, about 1,000 vacuums. We're pretty selective now. We don't have many electrics. A lot of people collect electrics, but to me, they're not 20, 30-year-old vacuums, not old. I like the old, the pre-electrics where the premium is. Okay. Nobody's seen. I've never seen one before. Sixty-six years in the business, I hadn't seen one. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah, we we hit different museums, and and I've seen, I've seen several different uh, of the hand pump vacuums. Where did I wear the Nothing like like the displays that you have. These are floor. <coughs> these are floor machines. I thought, man, this floor, this one floor machine. I thought it was a 
1930, 1899, I didn't know he had, in 1899, I didn't know he had electric motors. Look at that. Wow. And you got a floor buffer. Now, were those used like for ceramic tile? They didn't have vinyl floors or linoleum floors at that point in time, so they would have had wood floors and ceramic tile, correct? They did have some linoleum. They did have some linoleum that long ago? Wow. And these ones here are the ones that'll take you for a ride if you don't keep right on top of yes. things, right? That's the hernia, the hernia special. The hernia special. How much does it weigh? Over 100 pounds. I couldn't lift it anymore. Wow. This is the one that takes you for a ride. Okay. I learned one of I, I can. I was going to do a performance in Las Vegas on stage. I was. I never did do it. But I can take a thread and run this thing perfect. And really? You know, when you know how to run, like she got that good with them. You get, you get good with these. They're, they're easy. There's not a bit of torque. But if you don't know what you're doing. I was going to say, every easy. time I've ever tried to use one, I've ended up taking a ride. Then you've got an old laundry press. I remember the next door lady, uh, next door neighbor lady, had one of these presses for pressing shirts and some of that kind of stuff. Yeah, somebody dumped that. I haven't done this with I've kept this. I haven't done anything with this. It's a dry cleaning plant. Oh, and I didn't. I didn't want to throw them away. I thought I'd use them, so I used a couple of them. So I'll probably junk most of that. I just like this. I set this up. I found this old laundromat. Something in the okay. Old, in the old days. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, some old dryers. Most of, most of, most of the stuff repeat stuff. I had the place where they beat where they beat. A rug rack for beating your rugs. Do you have the rug beaters? Oh, there we go. Yep. Yeah, and these are these are wood or or uh, wire, and they're kind of ornamental looking. Uh, usually done in uh, in kind of a big shape, and it was made for just beating the heck out of the rugs. And I'll bet that more than one kid got uh, got got corrected, attitude adjustments, or whatever you want to call it with yes. those beaters too. There's another example of the first ones when I first started. Thirty year old one. They're both the same age. This was never plugged in, even not, never used. Brand new. Wow. Four, four, five hundred dollar machines. Never and we're looking used. at shop vacs here. Never used. Still in the grease. Still in the grease. <clears throat> and you've got some old carpet cleaners. What in the world is this tenant? It's a big tenant machine. It's a big, I call it a Texas vacuum. It's one, I call it pile lifters. Okay. Some of the stuff people have seen, but you know, these push these brooms, these four things. I've never seen that. Oh, little floor polishers. It looks like they've got little uh, bristle brushes on the end of a of a handle with a little electric motor. Yeah, down here. Down and it'd be kind of like a little belt sander that uh, you could run across your floor and clean things up. It looks like you've got a drum sander, a couple of drum sanders. Here, Linda. Turn around. Put your, no, no. Put your bomb against there. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's a vibrating machine. And what did that clean? That's a buffer. I, it, well, it goes to the floor. I put it back up. We had one of the things our company did was make exercise machines out of cleaning things. Okay. You see those on the second floor. Yeah, that that would vibrate the heck out of you. My buns are still tingling. Anyway, so we run everything through that. They get a chance to see if it, that's what a floor feels like. When, when, when you're, doing you ought to try that, Linda. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 all right. <laughs> we made a totem pole out of mop buckets, as you can see. A lot of you, yeah. Kids don't know what a spittoon is, so you know all this clean stuff. You see, big. We're a, 
We're looking at big walls that come around the corner. We're looking at big walls of, of, of these. Lauren, these, these are all islands of stuff. They are islands of stuff. I'm looking at an island that's got uh, military cleaning. military helmets and cleaning and uh, oh, an army enema. Yeah, army, yeah. <laughs> it is an army enema giver. Yeah. And head protection helmets. Well, anything you cleaned with in the anything you cleaned with is in here. Wow, gun cleaning kit. Over here, you've got dustpans of all different styles. You've got some really nicely painted ones, some little tiny ones for probably just small messes. Wooden ones, There's, this one here had to have been hand carved. Wow. Just lots of, lots of cool stuff in all of these little center islands. <clears throat> Mop buckets, you've got some old wooden mop buckets. Well, they don't even look like they've shrank out that terrible bad. You think they'd still hold water? Yes, no. uh, some of them do. Huh. This is all in the basement because we just, this, this one little part wall is the only clean thing, the tools we actually have. It amazes people. They think that's what the whole museum is. But because they've got Texas mop, you see the size. Oh, of yeah, it. yeah, that's a huge one. So, and who's this guy? We have characters. Who's this guy? Who is he? Come on, who's this guy? I don't know. Oh, yeah, you do. Famous singer, cowboy singer. Oh, Willie Nelson yeah, I with a mop head. And are those uh, slippers that, that uh, have mop heads on the we're, bottom we're for, clothes. Yeah, for clothes. We skating had, across your floor? Yeah, we, we had that in contest. We had mop your heart bra, Willie Nelson, Texas bras, brooms. Wow. And then you've got a whole uh, natural fiber brush broom display. With all the natural fibers from all the different countries, you got Cambodia, the USA, horsehair, Australia, Dubai, India, China, and these here are the kind of brooms that they would that they would use in their, uh, in their countries. In their countries, wow, Cambodian ha little hand whisk broom type thing. <coughs> Guatemala, Guatemala looks like they have kind of a stick broom instead of a bristle. <laughs> Poor, poor nation. Japan, Vietnam, wow. We got the we got the Sandman. We got janitor and a drum. Janitor and a drum. He's standing inside of a inside of a drum, a, uh, like a pound on it drum, musical drum. And then you've got all the the super famous uh, cleaning people. You got Mr. Clean, and the second one in line is you, Don Aslett and Arlo Luke. The old Dutch cleaner, John Wayne, sweeping it up and sweep it up tight, Pilgrim. Elvis has washed the building. He's here. Bull, James Bull. <laughs> we put the kids, uh, we're in a Mary Poppins area, we have a chimney here, and we put the kids inside of the chimney. Okay. This is a kid's area that's, like you said, based on Mary Poppins and Chim Chimney. You get to get inside the chimney that's all black, and it's pretty dark in here. Yeah, we give them a black, the kids with a black nose, and they have Mary Poppins playing on TV. Because of COVID, we're, we're, we do have the hats, the hats and the vests are gone, but generally we dress the kids up. Oh. Put them in. And, and let them play. 
Then you've got a great big boiler here. What was this boiler for? Was this a... Uh... heated the building. Oh, okay. We, we, did, we just, we just dre dressed it up, fixed it so it fit in here. So it was already here? Yes. Okay. It's a big building. Big, this building is a hundred year old, really a famous building. We had vacuum drag races one time and everybody had to come to bring you a vacuum, make it, convert the vacuum into a car. Okay. Look how these clever these vacuums because all have wheels and they all have jets and they all plug in. We had big, big, big race these things and they were really good. Oh, these are some pretty neat little designs too. You've got the canister vacuums with the rocket points on it and little wheels on them and hoovers that are, yeah, with bicycle, or well, I guess it's cleaning uh, uh, extenders or whatever. Just lots of little like soapbox derby type things made out of vacuum cleaners. They were, they were fun things to do. Wow. Yeah, this is fun. They are really neat. So where'd you race them? In a big, we had a, I own a city block over there. We, in the, we had a big parking lot and we just, you can see we made a trail. Made a okay. Tra we made a track like that with three at a time. We'd push a button. Maybe more like the Pinewood Derby, all except the, on a bigger yes. scale. Yeah, okay. So you know about Pinewood I Derby? I said Soapbox Derby, but I meant Pinewood, Pinewood Derby. Derby. Yeah, I, say, I say I confuse those two also. Wow. Okay. This is just a phenomenal let's museum, go, let's Don. Go, let's, let's do the second floor and then we'll be done. And then you can go back and know where to go. Cause like we said here at the very beginning, Don's 85 years old, just turned 85 yesterday. And uh, two cancers also. Two cancers, and, and this man's still getting around good. He's, he's taking us to all the different places. I can't even begin to describe how much I appreciate it. He's been a fantastic host, and this museum, just every time I turn around, amazes me. It, it's, it's really funny. I go to so many museums. And I went to a computer museum in, in Bozeman. And you go, okay, so what can they have in a computer museum that's even worth looking at? And I get in there, and they've got stuff that just blows my mind. They've got stone tablets because they cover, you know, from way back 4,000 years ago in the event of writing and some of that. They've got stone tablets in there. They've got sheepskin that, that is written on. They've got computers from, you know, 1980s and stuff. And you're going, what, you know, do I really want to go to this museum? And you get in there and you're just mind-boggled. And this thing here is, is beyond, I mean. Yeah, people come in, they don't know what to expect. Most of the time you go to a museum, you know what to expect, but this, you don't. Yeah, just, it's just phenomenal, you know. Every time you turn around, well, there's it just. It took so much work that we tore all the floor up down. It's all new floor. We put the floor down. We, it's all, all, this, all this is new. We had to redo it. But it's clean. Pretty clean. <laughs> okay, and the floor that we were just on is what floor? Basement. Oh, we're in the basement. Okay, so we went from the main floor to the third floor to the basement. Now we're going to the second floor. Third and fourth floor, or fourth and fifth floor are not open yet. We're working on it. And what are you going to have up there? Well, it's a big national soap display on one and the other is really medical floor. Clean as it relates to health. Oh. oh. That's going to really be something. Okay. We will have to come back. We will have to come back. I, I, quickly, I quickly put seven, had money to save seven million dollars of my money. I put in this museum. And it eats up pretty fast when it's two or three hundred thousand dollars a floor. Oh yeah. And pretty soon you take a big hunk of two or three hundred thousand dollar whack and it, so now I'm a little slower developing things.
I've, always, I've done this 100% on my own money, too. I've got any endowments. This is, you know, stuff with your, get people to come to it, what you're doing right now. That really helps. Right. Wow. That's a lot of money to, to keep one of these things operating. I can't even imagine what your heat and those kind of bills are. Oh, now this is cool. Varsity Clean Race Cars. Now these ones here are more like the soapbox derby. Yes, that was like the one downstairs. There's about 20 of these. These are all clean. These are all made out of cleaning things. Wow, garbage cans and really? and uh, yeah. <laughs> you like those wheels? You're, you're a good janitor. She's got uh, uh, the wheels are made out of the so buffer bad. pads. Yeah. yeah that's Little whisk brooms for for the front bumpers and dustbuster vacuum. Just all kinds of things. These these are really pretty cool little little cars. Now, how steep of a hill were they racing these down? Just kind of steep. You know, not steep enough. It's pretty good. They go they go at 10, 15 miles an hour, but 10 or 15 miles an hour in a wheelbarrow with a dustpan on the front is pretty fast. An and old then, Clark. And one year we did exercise equipment one year. Oh, did you? Instead, then you lifted all the type of pretty neat exercise machine. So we had, wow! So we had about twenty of these, or thirty. Another one, you that buffer one, you said it was an exercise. It was an exercise machine. Okay. Wow! Yeah, all these exercise machines. And then one year we had a golf tournament. Okay. And and again, he's got golf clubs made out of all kinds of cleaning things. You got your pressure washer with a golf club tip on the end. And uh, buffer, buffer brush handles. Yeah, lots of wow. <laughs> okay, Linda, that's the big thing for you. Water spill. What does this remind you of? That's funny. How cute is a that? A pipe organ. Does it really play? No, he's just, he just made a. What's that famous for? Who's, who's the guy that did that? Under the sea. Who's the guy that did that, John? Joanne Stoppelhaus? Swappenhaus? Who was the guy that did the boat that went under the, the James Mason movie? I don't know. Oh, he had the, I don't watch he, enough he, movies. He had the organ. He had the organ that played the crazy and played the organ. They went under the ocean. Kind of 20,000 leagues under, under the, the sea. sea. What do you mean? Okay. You're, you're exactly right. Yeah. He had that organ. It's crazy. Okay. And this is all made out of the old hand pump vacuums with the bellows and the, the uh, nozzles that's, that uh, go along the floor. Or the top parts, but it's a great big pipe organ on a little uh, piano, electric piano bass. And the hand pumps, the, the pump for the pump organ would have been one of the vacuum cleaners that had the bellows that you stepped up and down on. This is kind of museum. You'll like this, Linda. One year we had an orchestra. We went to Las Vegas. <laughs> We, wow. One year we went to Las Vegas and we in Las Vegas we went to oh. in Las Vegas oh, went to Las Vegas and we performed. I play the guitar, so I had the two different guitars. He's got a an electric guitar with a in a, in a toilet oh, uh, toilet seat bass. He's got another electric guitar that's in a uh, buffer, brush. buffer brush. He's got a vacuum cleaner that's a bass guitar. It's a commercial. Vacuum cleaner that has the bass strings on no, it. No, it's, it's, yeah, we, we talk. Maracas made out of uh, spray bottles. squeeze bottles, uh, squeeze spray bottles this, with stuff this, in this it. This produced beautiful music, by the way. We had, we had professional singers, a professional, working for me, I had a lot of professional musicians, so we, all these things, we had, the band sounded really good. 
we had other things. Those, those played. He played Bach on this. Oh, really? That's so cool. Have you ever heard of a group called Vocal Trash? No, under the name, I think. They uh, they came to our our county fair a few years, quite a few years back. I think that they're that they're still playing, but they uh, did a lot of things with garbage cans for yeah. drums and I, and. I heard of them and everything. This is real interesting. Right here we have a piano on the back of a toilet. Had an interesting experience here once. I have the kids who plays the piano and little kids, little kids will play twinkle twinkle little star something on this piano on this toilet. And they had this big this woman. She was just a big large woman, about six five tall little girl. I said, "Do you play?" And the little girl said, "No." And the big woman says, "I play." Big Russian woman says, "I play." She had big hands and just a big, wasn't heavy overweight. She was just big. I said, oh, really, I'll bet you do. And she sat down. A Russian concert pianist was here for a big performance. Oh, wow. So she, she sat on this toilet, played some classical class music, blew me away. <laughs> and we're talking about an electric keyboard for the toilet bowl cover. So you'd have to sit on the toilet backwards in order to play, but still. No, we did, we did, you did mention. These are those pine, pine wood derbies. Pine wood derbies, they all had to be cleaning things. Okay. Uh, we're so you got there. paintbrush and oh, yeah. all these. Wow. There's a whole case full of of the uh, pinewood derby stuff, and then the old garbage cans with the Flintstones and Pluto and Peanuts, uh, Snoopy, Curse You, Red Baron, Tonka Toys, Bullwinkle and Rocky, and Huckleberry Hound. Wow. I don't remember garbage cans like that. Then we had men. We had men cleaning tools. <laughs> you got a rifle stock with a with a, a paint roller on the end of it. A golf a golf uh, club with a with a duster handle oh, on those it. Those were men tools. Yeah, yeah, man tools. A tennis racket with a, a dustpan. The handlebars. Yep. With the vacuum, with the vacuum nozzle on it, uh, a percussion uh, muzzle loader with a toilet brush on it. Wow! <laughs> You've got so much interesting stuff here. Oh, and a set of ties from all the different companies. Did, now, were those uh, promotional items, or I made them. oh, you made them? Okay. Bell Telephone, Hoover. Eureka, Mary Maid, Heavy Duty Eureka. Yeah. I, they honored me a couple times for flags over there, everything. I had a big boy scout, I played ball, this is just all my kids, that's my toilet suitcase. Yep. All my neckties, just things I did when I And your there. book, How I Swept My Way to the Top. Well, you can have one of those books too when you leave, I got tons of those. Okay, we got, we got, uh, sandals and shoes that have brushes on the bottom and we're watching a video where what what video is this is this a movie i don't know i've never seen it before oh you've never seen it before we've got kids going all around the house uh with well, brushes Brad, on their shoes uh, yeah, you and get mops and what movie is this there you go. Hey, Brad. So if you want to see somebody cleaning with shoe brushes, it's the Pippi Longstockings movie. 
both the old one and the new one, I guess. And Brad, that's being played here for everybody to see it. And this is Don's first time to see it. Pippi put 50,000 miles on these. Clean humor, a picture of a, of a uh, caveman coming into the cave and his wife has a doormat out that says, wipe your knuckles. And basketball hoops made out of toilet seats. This, this, this floor is kind of a kid floor. Boy Scouts of America. I was a big Boy Scouter. Were you? Hall of Fame. Wow. I put a lot of money and a lot of time into that. My life was that. Place yeah. does, this place doesn't end. But you, it doesn't. I think I could come back after touring this with you. I could come back and still spend another day here without any problem. You want to do. This. Turn on the green switch and send your red flag flying through the vacuum tube. So he's got a whole bunch of vacuum tubes here. When you throw your red rag in there, it goes through all these vacuum tubes before it dumps out into a bucket on the side. That's got to be kind of fun. Kids, kids like it. I'll bet they do. A whole kids, kind of a whole kids floor. Yeah, this is this floor is a lot of fun. Well, Don, I really, really appreciate your time today. I appreciate you walking with us, showing you're, us the things, giving us your personal stories. You're, you're really good, though. This has been a lot of fun. That really helps me help yourself. Now, do you have a website yeah, that we, people can go to and see Brad. some pictures at a gallery? Yeah, or Brad has that. Brad has all yeah, that information. All that. I know that this is really easy to find if you get on your GPS. Uh, it'll take you right here if you're going through Pocatillo. You're only, what, an hour and a half north of Salt Lake? About two hours. About two hours north of Salt Lake. And you're an hour and a half or so from uh, Idaho Falls, Rexburg area. Uh, well, it's worth the whole trip here to come to see it. Is this oh, it is. I, I had no idea. It, it, if you're anywhere in this vicinity, you need to come see this museum. It's yeah. just phenomenal. We're selling the value of clean, how important clean is. And not how to clean, but still, it shows you a little bit how to clean, but be, be, be clean is, you know, is what, is what, where that's where the bottom line of life is, be clean language, and your work and all the stuff you do, clean manuscript, clean pod, whatever you're cleaning, right. all, it all counts. We change this, we keep, we keep trying to add to this to make this so it's kid friendly. And kids leave it alone, the kids don't beat it up, it's pretty, pretty high end, but again, a lot of humor. Right. Oh, there's a lot of humor here, there's a lot of really interesting artwork. Uh, some of the things that have been put together here are just phenomenal. But I always close my podcasts out by saying the world is full of wonder. You need to get out and explore. And this museum is well worth the explore. In fact, it's, it's moving its way right on up into my top 10, which I've been to a lot of museums. And and this one here is definitely well worth seeing. Generally, people bring a good group. I generally give them a book or two. Give people a book. I, I'm pretty generous with people that come. You know, when I've got a lot of books. I've, as I said, I sold three million. But I've got another eighty thousand in the warehouse. And sometimes I give a two-dollar book's better than taking somebody to dinner. Oh yeah, no books are books are definitely good. Well, I appreciate you. It's been Linda. Linda, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your descriptions of everything, and it's really helped me. Because I, I, I see this stuff every day, and you get person you order, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, you may look real. And I sure appreciate your time. And I hope everybody out in podcast land has an absolutely wonder-filled day. Tell, tell, tell them that I knew you, and it helped them. I'll probably give them a book if they say they knew you. 
Okay, you heard the free offer. If you say you know me, you can well, get one of Don's books. Linda, Linda's good too. Oh, I guess you can say Linda too. She's a cuter one of the two anyway. Thank you. Okay, thanks again, Don. Appreciate you want to take off. Thank you. All the rolling go. Where am I to go? Meet Johnny. Where am I to go? For I'm a young and a sailor lad, and where am I to go?